Hello and welcome to another edition of Lockdown Movies. This is the special bonus series of podcasts from Screen Room, where we are, as you are, all uh, in lockdown, stuck at home. But we are using the opportunity to watch films, watch TV, and also reach out to talk to some of our friends and find out what they've been doing. I've got an expert today to talk to us about horrible children. Is that right? Um, you could say that, I suppose. In reality, uh, I, I study and research and write about horror films for children, and many of those do feature some quite horrible children. What we thought would be really useful to talk to you about, uh, Dr Cat, Dr. and when I say Dr Cat, I should say Dr Cat Lester, in case anyone is, is wondering whether or not you're an actual cat. <laughs> not an actual cat, but an actual doctor. In, in lockdown, we can do, you know, we can be whatever mm. we want to be, you know. It'd be interesting to talk about um, children because I have two young children at home here and I know a lot of people obviously in lockdown are finding things tough. It's tough for anyone, but for children in particular, separated from their friends, separated from school, from from normal patterns and and obviously picking up on the the tension and distress potentially that other people in the household are having. Uh, But it'd be interesting to know if you had any perspective on not just things that might educate and entertain them, but also perhaps to help them to kind of explore what's going on now. Because horror films for children, they are something that do that, aren't they? They help them to kind of understand the way the world is. That's right. That's a, that's a prevailing perspective of children's horror, or horror in general, which is that by presenting frightening situations, um, horror can help people, both children and adults, work through their problems in fictional scenarios. That's very specific to horror in the sense that those scenarios can be very frightening, but um, it's not just specific to horror in the sense that um, all sorts of other genres, um, non-frightening genres, can do similar things in different generic contexts. For yourself, first of all, before we talk about sort of things that might help children or or, um, children might enjoy, uh, are you watching things to help you through lockdown? I am watching a few things. Mainly, I'm trying to get through lots of the films and programmes that have been stacking up on my DVD shelf or on my Netflix list for a really long time. And I've been re-watching some old favourites that... I find very comforting um, and that make me just kind of feel as if the world is, it can be okay and that we can make it okay by doing the right things. One of those things which I just re-watched yesterday, um, partly in preparation for this and partly just because I wanted to, um, is something that's on Netflix at the moment and that's called John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch. Um, is that something that you have... I've heard of this. Is, this is... Jake Gyllenhaal's finest <laughs> yes. hour. I'm yes, I believe so. Um, yes, so uh, that maybe misrepresents it slightly in the sense that Jake Gyllenhaal shows up at the very end in a kind of very bizarre and memorable cameo. Um, but basically, John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch is created by the John Mulaney of the title, who is a US stand-up comedian, and he has decided to make a foray into the world of children's media by making a musical comedy television special in the vein of the things that he enjoyed in his youth. So it's quite sort of reminiscent of 70s and 80s variety specials, which I think might, I'm not sure if that's quite an American specific thing, but things like The Electric Company and Sesame Street and stuff like that. 
I'm not really sure if there's a UK equivalent. Um, but mm. that's kind of the vein that it's in. But it's very, it's also very kind of wry and often quite absurd and strange, but very, very funny and often very touching and heartwarming. So essentially the premise is that it's a sort of sketch musical comedy show where Mulaney and the children of the cast, the titular sack lunch bunch, talk about their problems. They talk about their fears, they talk about the things that frustrate them, they talk about the random thoughts that pop into their heads. So for example, there's there's one extremely good and relatable musical number um, where a boy sings about how the only food he likes to eat is plain pasta noodles with a little bit of butter and does this amazing choreographed dance about this problem and how annoying it is to to only like one type of food uh, and as someone who was a picky child growing up uh, I related to that it sounds like the sort of thing that would be quite comforting in lockdown just this this idea of acknowledging that, uh, that things aren't simple for kids yeah exactly and I think one of the things that I really appreciate about this show in particular is that it's not necessarily trying to offer solutions to these problems because sometimes problems don't really have solutions or easy solutions sometimes it can be just as beneficial for people to go yeah you know what that does suck can't really do anything about that right now but that does sound really annoying and we can sing about it to try and get some of that frustration out well, that pretty much sums up the lockdown uh, yeah. perfectly. Um, so that's that's on Netflix, the Sack Lunch yes. Bunch. Is there anything else that you that you would recommend? Absolutely. Um, so another one, um, also on Netflix, um, is called Steven Universe. It's a completely beautiful and amazing animated program about a little boy, Steven, who lives with three alien women who are essentially his guardians and together the three of them protect the earth but it's been very widely celebrated by adult critics for its very perceptive emotional depth and nuance um, but also for its very sensitive tackling of themes such as um, gender and sexuality it has some uh, beautiful progressive LGBT themes kind of woven in to the narrative in these metaphorical, fantastical ways about acceptance um, and love and things like that. So apart from just being a very, very good fantasy science fiction cartoon, it also addresses those things and, you know, tells kids it's okay to be a certain way, to be who you are, to love who you want to love. And you should also accept people for that as well. Sounds fantastic. Sounds Is it something that an adult could watch enjoyably? I mean, I, I, I suspect you regard the distinction as absurd anyway, don't you? Um, a little bit, yes. But um, So the reason I found out about Steven Universe was precisely because it had, um, it had amassed quite a large adult following. So especially amongst adults without kids and, and among adults in the queer community because of the, the themes that I just mentioned. Um, and I've watched it, I've watched all of it on my own, and I would say it's definitely one of the best television programmes out there at the moment, whether for kids or adults. Is there anything else that you would recommend? 
So when I was thinking about about this, I was reminded of an article by a film critic, actually, someone called David Ehrlich, and he coined this term nicecore. Um, and this is a few years ago. Um, and he's written an article about it for the for the website IndieWire. And essentially, he identifies this trend of recent films where the prevailing kind of theme and prevailing message is about being nice and being kind. Um, and he reads this as a response to things like Donald Trump, uh, Brexit, you know, all of everything. Um, and now we can also lump coronavirus into that as well, I suppose, and suggest that these are um, a kind of a trend that are trying to combat that and suggest that being nice um, is is the alternative to conflict. Some of these are children's texts that he that he mentions, um, and some of them are adult texts too. But the children's one I want to I want to highlight is Paddington um, and Paddington Two, which is arguably the superior Paddington film. Inspired by that, I was trying to think about other children's films that you could also describe under this label of nice core and I think so Steven Universe and Sack Lunch Bunch I think absolutely come under that label I would also think of things like speaking of sequels that are superior to the original I would say the Lego Movie 2 would also fit into that category which is a potentially controversial um, perspective to take but I really like the Lego Movie 2 so you'll remember the song Everything is Awesome from the Lego Movie. Mm. In the Lego Movie 2, they reprise that song, except now it's called Everything's Not Awesome. It comes at the lowest point in the film where everyone is is feeling defeated and like, you know, everything's doomed. But what they eventually sing about is how everything's not awesome, but we're still here, we still have each other, and together we can try to make everything more awesome in a slightly more realistic and achievable kind of a way. Um, so I think that ties back into some of the things I've already said about um, acknowledging your problems and working through them, and in particular, the importance of kindness and community as a way of overcoming those problems. Is there anything else that you would suggest for for the perhaps the parent who's you know their wits end trying to um, to keep the kids happy? Mm. Along this theme of the importance of niceness and community, maybe I'll just suggest a couple of things that maybe adults can watch, uh, perhaps after the kids have had their fill of Steven Universe and have, have gone to bed very happy and content. One of those things is the sitcom The Good Place. I feel like I shouldn't really, I'm not going to really say much about that because it is a, a very easily spoiled show if you know too much, mm. but um, obviously... Those who have heard of it or have watched it know that it's um, very, very heavy on philosophical themes, but also um, weaves that very nicely with with slapstick comedy and kind of more typical sitcom humour and essentially is all about how to be a good person. And the central kind of message being or question being, what do we owe to each other? You know, we owe each other support and kindness. Um, and that's how you make the, the world a better place. And it's also just really funny. Dr. Cat, we've come to the end of our, our time. I've got a cake in the oven that needs to be taken out, so I better um, go and look at that. Goodbye to everyone, and I hope you have a good lockdown or the best possible lockdown that you can have in, in these circumstances. <laughs> <laughs>